you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons limited series. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to the Plagas Outbreak. This is a podcast revolving around the Resident Evil 4 remake, the legacy of the original game, and our thoughts and, and basically our playthroughs of, of the game as we go along with it. I am, of course, Crash Tag with you on this journey, but with me, I've got my my Ashley to my Leon, really. Uh, I got Static G in the building with I me. I can't What's going be on, your Luis. Oh, yeah. You know what? There, there is also Luis. Yeah, there but... No spoilers, no spoilers. I, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to, for that to happen to you. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, this is yeah, this is the Plagas outbreak. This is episode two, titled "The Village," and we are jumping in on it now. This is being recorded on the twenty eighth of March, twenty twenty three, and uh, yeah, we are we're, we we've are finally started up our games. Oh boy, we're going through it. This is the first episode in the long journey of us getting through. Uh, what what is gonna be a, a really incredible journey to be honest. Uh, I'm super super excited. Candidate to probably be game of the year more than likely if if Zelda doesn't win this year. I can see that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's contended. Right. Yeah, of course, contended for sure, for sure. So before we actually jump into starting the game itself, I wanted to premise it. Uh, two uh, two things. One is the main thing i want to premise off the rip is i didn't get to play the demo if you listen to our last episode kind of introing the show itself i didn't play the demo static did though Uh, so we're gonna get we're gonna get some quick thoughts from you static on what you thought of the demo um just give us a couple of bullet points how you felt on it um since you were able to kind of start the game with already getting a a feel for the system sure so um funny enough the demo actually starts off with you just standing there in front of the cop car no police in the car so i mean you obviously do get to see them throughout but there's no story other than the intro no cutscene or no cutscene no oh it's wow just, okay it's just that intro that intro scene and with the the description of raccoon city in part two and mm. then you're just instantly there so you know the, good on the demo for not you know showing and they didn't even show uh, also i well we're gonna get to that part there is a cutscene at the very start of the actual game that we we didn't see in the demo either um but also i wanted to note that hardcore mode in the game itself um is considerably harder than the demo difficulty so the original demo difficulty is is really easy to me that might have been what normal mode is in the real game Mm, however um mad chainsaw mode but not as hard as mad chainsaw mad chainsaw Chainsaw is harder is i don't know how many times harder like those the enemies do not die. <laughs> it might be professional then. It actually might be professional. Could be. Um, 
So, so that was going to be actually the second bit I was going to uh, say down the line, but to premise it too, we're both playing the game first run through on hard. Yeah. Like we're not starting on a normal. We played RE4 many, many times. Uh, so we're very familiar with it. Uh, so it would have been, it would have been probably too easy of a walk to, you know, walk in the park to actually sure. go through, uh, walk to the village, excuse me, the castle gates, whatever, yeah. uh, to actually play it on normal versus hardcore so we are playing this first playthrough completely on hardcore um so you know diff- uh, you know tank your enemies uh yeah. supplies are a little little you know scarce Very and thin. prices are and prices i believe are higher for oh. things in the merchant as well that makes sense um so everything i, I noted or what i noted here is everything else in the demo is the same except for the secret there's a secret in the demo on how to get the tmp um mm-hmm. so i I do want to talk about it because it's not really easily known other than, yeah, for some reason you have to discard all your weapons before you get to the main village area and it opens, uh, I mean, everything you discard, everything from your case and you are able to go into the well where there is a butcher knife or uh, not a butcher knife, a kitchen knife and the TMP. So you're able to use a TMP. Once you get that though, you're able to go throughout each of the runs in the demo with the TMP. Even on Mad okay. Chainsaw mode. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, however, yeah, yeah. some of the differences in Mad Chainsaw mode, three enemies in the basement instead of one, and every enemy does transform after you kill them. Every okay. single one. So yeah. So every, and we're yeah every, everybody's too. coming back. For sure, for sure. Okay. So And of course the chainsaw um, guy is like super tank. Like like really? nonstop. He Doctor, does not Doctor, stop. Doctor Dr. Salvador he, is and he is doesn't not walk up it. he doesn't walk up blocking the shots. He is just going. He is on. Mm-hmm. So he's more like he's more like he's more like the. This was specific only to mercenaries. The like kind of like the double chainsaw. No, that version. guy was never stopping. <laughs> okay, this, yeah. this guy, All this right, guy true. at least he's he's not like constantly swiping. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so it wasn't that scene. All right, cool. So, but the demo did it do like you know it was it was kind of to set the pace. Like, what what were you kind of feeling? off the rip like after you you've played it like um not to go into super detail because we're going to go into details as we actually play through the game um but just for initial impressions Mm. what what were your thoughts in going going getting ready to get into the game for this well right when i uh in the video i posted it was instantly i was like man i wish this demo was harder like i did Mm. not feel a challenge at all until i saw mad chainsaw mode i constantly died i was constantly like i had i didn't even think i was going to be able to beat it so um Kudos to them for putting that in the demo because, man, I needed a harder mode. Um, I, I hope that there's some sort of hard mode like that. I hope professional is to that level. Um, I mean, hard mode is just regular. To me, it's just a difficult, a, just a difficult game. It's a, a yeah. chore to get through, so to speak. It's yeah, not a walk we'll, we'll go. Well, we have no. Well, the thing is, yeah, like I said, we we're going into this in hardcore, so we actually have no preference. I specifically have no prefer, uh, no no reference to yeah. normal because I'm just okay. They're super tanky, you know. My shots mm-hmm. have to line up. I have to know the ins and outs, the little yeah. secrets and trades that you know make certain things a little easier uh, to get through it. But honestly, I uh, I we'll get into it, but hardcore, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. I think it was the right level for at least starting out. But I think we can definitely, you know, doing the professional run is going to be fun to do afterwards. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, let's let's jump into the game, man. So off the rip, all I did, honestly, actually, excuse me, I I lied. I'm sorry, I lied. I did start the demo, but I didn't actually play the demo. All I did was adjust my settings, uh, to to get my computer ready because once I knew, you know, what I needed to tweak, I was good. Um, I 
played in both. I had the opportunity to play it in both a super wide resolution. So we're talking a 32 by nine uh, and a regular 16 by nine or 21 by nine because I was playing mostly on 1440p. And uh, I want to just, you know, confirm to those that might be interested. Uh, it does support ultra wide. So mm. uh, most games that, you know, tend to be third person or single camera tend to have a weird parallax effect and warping effect at the edges whenever they go past a certain resolution or a certain aspect ratio. Uh, Resident Evil uh, RE Engine is not one of those, uh, wow. which I'm not surprised because it did work with Village and with Seven as well with no issues. So my the field of view is kind of crazy. But I did play primarily on the 16 by 9 I, I, you know, or slightly maybe 21 by 9 and you know so kept it more on a standard fov even when my fov was maxed out so uh no no weird cheats or being able to see people on my blind side that i wouldn't be able to normally see because yeah. uh you're gonna notice real quick in a pattern probably is uh that happens a lot both uh, times that i did the demo and the original game i had to zoom out the field of view even yeah. if it was just a just a small bit it's just i couldn't turn it just there's felt like bad there's man. a lot there's a lot all right all right so with our resolution set the path to the village has opened up for us. Let's get started with chapter one. Chapter one, the village. In chapter one, we meet the game's protagonist, Leon S. Kennedy, a government agent on a mission to rescue the president's daughter, Ashley Graham, who has been abducted by an unknown group. Leon arrives at a remote village in rural Spain, but as he begins to explore, he quickly realizes that something is amiss. The villagers are hostile, and it becomes apparent that they are infected by a mysterious virus or parasite. Leon must use his training to defend himself against their attacks, relying only on his gun and knife to survive. As he fights his way through the village, he encounters a mysterious man named Luis Serra, who offers some insight into the strange events occurring in the area. Before their conversation can continue, the duo is interrupted by the village's chief, Vitoris Mendez. Leon is no match for this powerful chief, and he is knocked out, captured, and injected with a strange parasite. What is this parasite, and what is its purpose? So yeah, well let's let's start into it, man. So opening cinematic, right off the rip, we get the uh, we get the the classic Leon narration. You know, oh. six years ago, uh, you know, a day I'll never forget. But the cop inside me died. Excuse me, excuse me. There was another cutscene before yeah. that. Lay, 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 lay it down. What, what so, do we see on that? Remember, in there's a sequence in the original game where you go and find a treasure at the end of the cable car, and there's a girl mm -hmm. being sacrificed on a on an altar. I'm sorry, there wasn't a girl in the beginning. In the old game, there was just blood everywhere. Just blood. In this one, they actually show it, and it's gruesome. And then you're like, oh, that happens, and then right into the Leon intro. Yeah. So they're trying to set the precedence of like what this cult is, like how nutty this cult yeah. is. Yeah. Um so yeah, like I said, one after that, we that quick uh addition, we did get the uh the the Leon flashback, which was really cute because you even got to see like the flashback of him walking away with Claire uh and with um Sherry, thank you. Sherry, thank you. I just completely blipped. I almost said Sharon, but it is Sherry. Sh Sherry Birkin. and Claire, like they're all walking together at the end of RE2, right? This is the remake specifically, obviously, they're referring to. And he talks about, you know what, you know, he'll never forget that day. The cop inside me died after that night Raccoon City was wiped out. You know, he thought about how he made it out, all that stuff. And then he was asked, in quotations, asked to join a top secret government program, which is funny because 
if you know the lore of Resident Evil, like Leon wasn't actually asked to be. He was kind of like forced into becoming a secret agent, basically, for the government because of the situation. Because uh, they get picked up. The lore stated they get picked up afterwards. Sherry gets taken in. That's hence why, you know, in RE6, if we're still going canon to that, which we'll talk way down the line in a further episode about it. You know, she ends up being an agent. You know, Claire is doing her own thing, but then Leon becomes an agent. It's like, you know, that's 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 how it happened. And he was kind of brought into, you know, this 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 work, <laughs> this work of uh, dealing with bioterrorism and or just rather insane assignments, I would guess. Yeah. So uh, the cool thing uh, I liked about this uh, cutscene is that we got to see another glimpse into something that we only saw in uh, a previous game, uh, which is a little bit of a relation to him and Krauser. Right, like, yeah. we, we, like for those that know who Krauser is, right, his train, who trained him, or who was someone in training with him in the previous game, we actually get to see some of that training that Leon goes to in this game, because uh, you know he went from being a rookie cop to being this super suave, like I'm doing flips, I'm gonna, you know, I can roundhouse kick, I know how to kill someone 18 different ways with, you know, on some John Wick levels of like it could be right. with a pencil for all we know, uh, but we never saw that, right? We, in, in RE4, it was just like it's been six years. Like I'm a badass. Like okay, sure, we'll we'll buy that. And as you play the game, you're like, oh my god, he he really is a badass. We actually get to see some of that, some of the training he did, the the the, the knife training and all that he had to go through. Uh, we see that uh, all live, which is pretty pretty sick. Uh, let me see. So past uh, past that, well, actually past that, we also get to see glimpses of you know Ada, Brad, of uh, uh, of, of not Brad, um, the officer in the beginning. Yeah, that wasn't Brad. Brad is Brad is a helicopter uh, pilot for for stars. Oh, 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 oh! Rest in peace, Brad. Well, <laughs> at least in the old game, I'm not there yet. I'm um, just a li- just a little look behind the curtain. Marvin, so, Marvin? Marvin. Yeah, but yes. what about Yellow Jacket guy? That was Brad. That yeah, he yeah, was in, he was shown in the cutscene. Brad the is the re- Brad is the guy that bit Marvin. Actually, that was like one of the big things they they added to. Uh, to Resident Evil 3, actually. They showed that in 3. Yes. Because in 2, he was already bitten, and we didn't know, uh, you know how that happened for years. Um, so, yeah. So we get to see flashbacks. Uh, uh, we get to see flashbacks of, of Marvin, of, of Ada as well, right? Of him letting go of Ada at the end of Resident Evil 2 and such. Mm-hmm. Supposedly dead, even though someone clearly sends you a rocket launcher at the end to kill uh, Mr. Yeah. X when he's all crazy. But yeah, so basically they're trying to sum up all that to kind of lead up into, you know, the 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 actual the the first cutscene that we actually really get, the in-game cutscene that we get, which is the car ride, right? With the yeah, with the two probably assholeish cops there could be out there. Just really, they're just like phoning it in. They're they're just here like to just yeah, we'll just drive this guy over. But it's mm-hmm. it, it's part for the course, right? It's what it was in the original, right? They were clearly like, you know, hey, do you smoke? Nah, man, I'm cool. It's like all right, cool, and. uh yeah, and a road, man. I gotta go take a leak, or I gotta go do something. Uh, this and this one, yeah. They, someone has to go take a leak uh, after kind of har- you know harping on Leon as to like you know why are you all the way out here? It's kind of weird for an American to be out here, but then hey, there's all this the foreshadowing. It's like hey, we lost hikers out here. We're looking for this that, and the other. It's kind of crazy, you know. But they're poking fun at them. They're like not taking yeah. any of this serious. That's well, that's the lull. If I can be honest, I felt like it was more like standoffish in the old game. And this one, I was, and this one, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, damn, I don't care if they don't die. In this one, I was sort of like, geez, I kind of hope they don't die, but they're going to die. 
Man, it just oh, sucks yeah. if they die. You, you, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are definitely going to die. Yeah, in the other game, it's sort of like, I am suspect of everyone. <laughs> I don't trust none of you guys. Nobody. So maybe it's yeah, maybe so it's we, me being thirty two, and I'm just sort of like tr- very trusting of people. I think I want to see the best out of people, <laughs> even zombies. You know, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So, yeah, so we get to see, uh, we get to see that whole start. And um, once, once we get past the, the cutscene, you know, one of the officers is like, yeah, hey, I gotta go take a leak. Cool. Uh, in true horror fashion, you know, you're the first one that has to do something like that. Get out of sight. Get out of camera. Get out of frame. You're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and then we actually get to start the game. So we get to, you know, walk out the car. The other cop stays in the car. And it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't want to get a parking ticket, you know, smart ass and such. And uh, yeah, and then we actually get control of uh, of Leon to actually start things off. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is, I guess, the, our first real segue that we actually do with gameplay. So path to the to starting house. Uh, it's off the rip, you know, actually finally sitting down and playing the game, right? I'm like, okay, I played uh, RE3 Remake. I played RE2 Remake, 7, 8, any, any RE engine Resident Evil I've, I've been on. Uh, but I can't just really understate this incredibly atmospheric. I was kind of like, damn, this looks so good. It's at night. You know, we're not in the day. It's it's always it's always scarier at night. It's always scarier when you can't see. Um, had to quickly adjust a couple of my screen settings again just to make sure everything looked good or I right. could actually see because it I felt like it was dark in certain a lot areas. More blues this time. Yes, very <laughs> blue. Very, but maybe that's the point. They're trying to calm you down to, yeah. to leave you in a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, incredibly atmospheric goes to show like the improvement over the years in in the RE engine itself, right? Like uh, since starting in seven and. As they improved it, how much better the, the picture quality is. It just just to 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 show that off, it looks good. Uh, Leon donning the iconic jacket. It's older, gruffier. You don't smile much. Like you, you, my man, my man's definitely he's been he's been through it, man. Raccoon City, which you know, correctly so, you know, would mess would would mess some people up. Yeah, he's he's quite he's, damaged. Yeah, my man's real damaged. So uh, regardless, uh, we tread our way in. Uh, get through a deer carcass uh, with some weird, you know, that's just been oddly slaughtered. Doesn't look like it was, you know, for meat or anything. It seemed like it was sacrificed. Let's, let's just start off with a, good, with a good night with that, right? The smell hits him. He, he even animates to it. And then we head towards the first house we see um, and and start the the nightmare, really, right? So we get in and, uh, you know, you, you and me know what we're expecting. We've been there. We're, we're going to get a solo enemy of some kind. Uh, it's going to be gonna fake you out you're gonna think he's normal which it does the camera the camera positioning though is what gets me because it was like kind of like ninja zombie-ish because he opens the door and i'm expecting oh he's gonna yes. be by the fireplace and he's not you don't hear nothing all of a sudden the door closes and he's next to you i'm like oh okay hello yeah, yeah. same cutscene from the demo i was startled because I, I was okay. looking at my yeah. feed of, of from my stream mm-hmm. and then i caught it and i'm like oh 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 hello and yeah, yeah. and even when he attacked i was like oh my goodness all right uh 
Yeah. This guy's coming so, at me. I knew he was coming at us, but Leon's so, Spanish wasn't that good. That's probably why he didn't understand. Oh, he's not. Yeah, Leon isn't racist this time, guys. He knows oh. Spanish. It's just not really good. It's just not that that good. Um, which is fine. I give him props for trying. Uh, but uh, definitely laid into the 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 terrifying foreshadow. Right as soon as we saw that badge, we knew what was up. As soon as that happened, he he just agent mode flipped on and he turned around and parried the uh the 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 axe and uh in uh and and knocked my man out with one kick broke his neck and uh you you start you heard the screams at that point so you know you had to go downstairs uh and uh yeah we get down there and we we find out the officer's been he wasn't decapitated his his throat was slit but it's weird because you see him that he's decapitated later oh yeah Okay. Yeah, it's a very weird. Yeah, it's a, it's something it's something. It's, uh, it's a little detail we'll talk about later. Okay, I got you. All right, I'll figure that out. Yeah, but yeah, so we get into that point, and then and then we get hit with, uh, kind of like the big like, oh, something's really wrong here because this wasn't in the original one the way they presented it, which was you know some sort of zombie type of situation. It's more like right now he thinks in the original like the villagers are just they're mad with something. But now, you know, a broken neck, you're hearing kind of this tentacle-like sound, parasitic type sound as uh, the body reanimates and comes downstairs. And now you have to like double tap, <laughs> get mm-hmm. it, uh, double tap your enemies now. Like you realize that this is, there's something really not normal here. And we get our first look at kind of like pseudo stealth elements, yeah. right, as well here where a group of, of uh, villagers um, come in and uh, you can just not interact with them at all you can then go upstairs you go upstairs he gets to see uh uh you know an entire little plan or 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 a bunch of files with uh having to do with ashley graham baby eagle aka the president's daughter the whole reason why uh he he's out there which apologies i forgot we didn't even state why he's out in spain but he's out to save the president's daughter Mm -hmm. this is where we kind of know this is actually really where we know why we've only been told uh, through cutscenes that it's been an assignment um, so now we know, oh, he's here to save the president's daughter. There's this like picture of her. Cool. Now we know. And then he makes his abrupt jump out the window after getting, you know, supposedly getting jumped by uh, uh, some ganados, Dudes. which is what they're called. <laughs> yeah. So uh, from here, we just make our way through, man. We get introduced to uh, a typewriter. It is the path to the village. So we got the typewriter and attache case kind of tutorial. Hey, you save here. This is your case. This is where, you know, you'll be able to get some recipes going to, to to actually craft which wasn't in re4 right that was already a new element and we got a bit more of hunnigan in the cutscene. she is oh, a yes. lot more of a researcher in this one uh mm-hmm. she, you know we'll, we'll get of course more into that but she is uh definitely more helpful and you can even look up what she finds in your files yes. as well yep that's pretty cool yep yep um so really we're starting to see the facelift on a lot of elements yeah that shake case has you know, abilities that you can attach with charms. It already states that you have crafting, which was never a thing in RE4. This is something that's just been added since RE2, RE3, and and well, uh, and also RE7 and, and 8 have, have that as well, right? It's kind of now been an ongoing thing that's become uh, an addition. So they just added it here, which is really cool. Um, it's, it, it's extremely welcoming as it brings like more of a user-friendly-ish type of feel to it, especially with the God button, uh, Alt. To auto auto sort your uh, your your attaché case. That was uh, you know, I still I still do my little my little sorting every once in a while, but I definitely do catch myself just going like, yep, alt, yep, yep. don't got time for that. Uh, no no I, need to burden us for that. I just flick my controller, my R three, 
and we are there you go. good to go. Click, click. And, and you're in there. That's it. No need to. Yeah. Like, I, wait a minute, guys. Everybody wait. Stop attacking we, me. I yeah, have reason to arrange being my was, case. Exactly. Reason being was that I had meant to run as I was in the village and it just auto sorted. I said, okay, thank you. And I just kept running. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so this this whole area felt like, like I said, the path to the village felt like, you know, them showing you like, hey, there's some. There's some good stuff that we're adding to things, um, even even just presentation wise, right? There's the dog that was caught there in a the bear trap, and I was like, oh, they're they're like gonna kill. Maybe it's them saying like we're killing certain things, we're not gonna bring certain things, um, right. or maybe a potential misdirection in the future. Uh, that's that's all I was getting. So mm -hmm. I was like, damn, like maybe they're really trying to maybe state that this is a this is a game you remember, but yeah. this is not going to be the same, right? And uh, there were even after. So there's two enemies right there. Um, by this area where there's a truck. Mm -hmm. And if you remember in the old game, there were a lot of trucks outside. They crashed the police yep. car, all of that. It doesn't really happen, but there are sort of homages that there's a truck there and you can sort of, you know, connect the dots, but then there's two enemies, you fight them. And then there's a post. So in the previous games, those death posts sort of warned you that there was something coming up. Mm -hmm. Here in this part, you, you interact with it and nothing happens. It doesn't tell you anything. You just know if you play the last game, it's a warning of a post. And if you're playing this game for the first time, you're going to know that something might happen after you see those posts. Now, granted, yep. at this part, it was nothing too big. It was just if you were reckless, you were hitting that bear trap. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. You are 100% hitting yep. a bear trap right there. So uh, I, I like the touch that, but I didn't, I wish you could still interact with it. So you can be like, eh, something is coming up. There were no mm. boo, boo traps like the last game in this section, just a bear trap. But uh, I do remember my first explosion trap in the last game, and boy oh boy, did I walk away from that. From that game. Yeah, did you did you um, <laughs> did you hit the bear trap instantly with a knife to see if you could just disarm it that way? Um, like if you this saw time, one? well, in the demo, no, because I mean, I I did it all the time, or I just walked by it. But uh, yeah, uh -huh. I would disarm it. That's the you first should. thing I did. I was like, can I disarm this? I was like, I instantly go. I need to save ammo. I know I need to save ammo. Mm -hmm. What can I interact with with this knife right now? I was going to say the, the enemies you stated earlier, though, is uh, it, it was going to be my next part. It's like I think this was the, the, the introduction to understanding like how the knife is going to come into play here. Mm -hmm. You get grabbed. Um, you know, you get the you can do the break free. Right. If you choose to, you, which you can change, by the way, the game doesn't tell you that. But in their menus, you can change it from being a constant press to just it being a hold oh. instead. I didn't I didn't learn that till way into the game myself. Uh, or if you have the knife, you can just, you know, trigger whatever it is on your, your controller or left click for, for PC, and he will just stop the interaction, knife them, put a little bit of damage at the stake of durability. That's kind of like yeah. when you start seeing like, oh, the knife isn't, for, for my RE4 hardcore heads or, 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 you know, those that played it, you knew how powerful the knife was in that last game. Like, it was extremely potent. In this one, they're like, they can't get rid of it. But they need to make it, they needed to balance it. They needed to adjust it because they didn't want to make it so free that you could just run around with the knife, right? They have so they added durability. They added that, like, you know, your knife could actually break, uh, which I, I that blew my mind because I go, oh my God, are my knife, you know, my knife swipes, they, it doesn't lose durability on that, but it will on these, you know, uh, the, the kills or something like that, right? Because I accidentally got one of the stealth kills when I shot a, uh, one of the villagers enough that they staggered, right? And you're supposed to melee them, but I was behind them. And that's when I learned, like, oh, if I'm behind them in their stagger, I can also just stab them and, yep. you know, just bring them down there. So I was like, okay, the knife's potent. Um, 
it's it, there's definitely a lot of utility here. So I that was already a, a flag for me. Um, and the other thing in that fight, bro, when you get hit like an axe, something don't the sound design like it, you yep. feel that yes. you feel oh, those hits. It. You right are like, oh my god, like that hurt. Like you hear the impact, you hear the meat getting cut, or just the the, the end. Oh my What's goodness. That? I was you just like it, you see it get stuck and pulling it yeah, out. Yeah, you see it stuck and oh. get pulling it out. I'm like, wow, yeah. visceral, man. They're bringing yeah. it up. This is about to get gory. Oh, this is gonna get real. It's not as bad as getting hit with a pitchfork or or just the uh the rake, just crunch <laughs> and then the, the oh, slice oh. up. Oh yeah, man. it's it's it was, rough. It's oof. rough. So so after we get after we get through that, we finally hit the village. You know, we we get the we get the uh, the, the the binoculars mm-hmm. prompt right. You actually get to see the officer get. He was actually alive, and this time they burn him alive. Versus like you already seen the body in the previous one, already kind of cooked up. Um, did you go? Did you go stealth uh, instantly? I did. I I did. I, um, instantly in both the demo and this one because I already had uh, like a sequence. But remember, like I said, this is on hardcore mode, so I yes. wasn't uh, you know. I wasn't used to how much damage they would do, so I, of course, walked in there without much health. And I was just like, yeah, let me just uh, stab this one. I, I stealth killed one, had low health on my knife, went to the next... Oh, so I didn't have a knife anymore. So I was already panicking. Mm-hmm. So then the next guy, um, it was this one guy, the first zombie I had, had interacted with, kills me. <sighs> so <laughs> I had to do it all over again. Uh, yeah. But it was... It was I, I think I had two attempts, yeah. Two, no, three attempts. I had two deaths and three attempts on the way into there. Uh, so it's quite funny. But go ahead. I, I went. I went the stealth approach because I'm, you know, I'm already thinking. Yep, this is village. You know, it's either you're gonna survive this for a certain amount of time, or you can kill everyone. Um, and I'm like, okay, if I can kill everyone, I want to conserve ammo. I'm gonna start stabbing. I'm gonna go stealthy. It's time for me to put on my bandana and be all snake on this and just creep around. Uh, which, you know, you could to a degree kind of do, but, you know, there was no stealth kills in the original. So you just, once you went in, you went in. Right. Uh, so I went in to get as many kills as possible to conserve ammo. The routing was familiar. Like, yes. Off the rip. It was still, it was like riding yes. a bike. Mm-hmm. It was like riding a bike. I was like this building to this building. The only thing that they got me through was the farm, the, the actual farm house. It's the barn, excuse me. Yeah. Because the, it's now a thing that you can unlock a treasure with, with, Ashley at some point because there's a prompt that shows you mm-hmm. you need a two people for this which you know like oh, okay cool we, we can come back it was yeah. them telling us like you're gonna come back here mm-hmm. with with Ashley with you know someone else so yeah it was like riding a bike that has new gears new tires new brakes new paint it's a new road but it's still riding a bike like it just it was still familiar um I still died <laughs> I still died <laughs> my first death I got overwhelmed uh, due to the durability of like things like my knife and it being hardcore, like they can take they could take shots. Like they oh, are their tanky. Aim. Their aim, <laughs> bro. Some of these guys are so cracked. They are they're like just from full screen from across the village. They'll hail mary that axe and it yeah. still hits. I'm just like this is crazy. Yeah. Um. So I got overwhelmed. Uh. And just like the difference between cheesing it with like stun animations, like in the old like you know you go for the knee. Or hit them once in the head so that way you can melee and just knock five of them. Go bowling, right? Not the same. Sometimes the melee sometimes is still good. Like the kick varies. Sometimes it does more damage than it than it. Yeah. It's like inconsistent. Sometimes it right. crits, sometimes it doesn't. I think there's even wall damage, I would say. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Like slump damage afterwards. But uh it was definitely harder than the original. The hardcore was definitely harder than like the original, just in terms of of uh of difficulty starting out. 
So uh, I died three times. <laughs> I died three times. Yes. Uh, uh, one overwhelmed, one to chainsaw for sure, because oh. uh, I misjudged. Uh, this is, of course, after going into the house, right? The house cutscene is there. The shotgun is there. I'm mm -hmm. talking like riding a bike. I already knew where all the items were without even going into the house. You yeah. had downstairs. You had maybe a barrel or two, a box. Uh, it was RNG. You Sometimes you got an extra grenade there. Sometimes you didn't, but you would get ammo. You would get a first aid spray or an herb upstairs. Shotgun, hand grenade. On the bed, there's a shotgun, uh, shotgun shells, and then there's a velvet blue jewel on the roof somewhere you yeah. have to go around to get that was my spot. i already knew already knew yeah so running around you know got hit a couple times it, the hardcore really went through i'm gonna tell you right now man abuela knows how to punch <laughs> abuela yeah. can can just cock a mean hook and just snuff you because i was just like this old lady's coming up to me like she ain't gonna do wha bam yep oh i, I do remember like, where damn I I, my second kill, uh, I was climbing up a ladder. After the you do the first cutscene in that room, mm -hmm. the ladders go up on all the buildings on, on that one side. Yeah, yep, so yep, yep. I was doing a loop. I would get on the rooftop where that velvet blue is, go around the whole place, and then go back to where... So there's a new path behind the, the farthest house on the back, near where yes. you entered. You can jump over a fence and then go back mm -hmm. to where you started. So I would yep. just loop all the way around. And when I got to them. the ladder... I got hit by a three-hit axe combo. Just whack, whack, Oof. whack. And just couldn't make it. It was just gone. So, so, you know, we get through it. Uh, finally, the bell rings. Uh, I didn't get to kill Dr. Salvador. I thought I was yeah. really close, though. Uh, I was close. I know I was close. Uh, sucks because, you know, drops probably drops something, some good loot in some way, right? Whether it's a, a ruby or some gold or something. We know we know what he drops. Yeah. Uh, we got La, La Campana. Mm -hmm. it, it hits, and we get a really, you know, the iconic scene. You know, the iconic lines are there. Tenemos que irnos. You know, it closes. It's just, it just looks good, right? The, the yeah. camera work is even better. And we get the, the bingo line, right? You know, where's yeah. everybody going? Bingo. I At that point, I was like, oh, okay, they're changing some things, but this is still there. Like, the soul is still there. I'm, I, I had more. I had so much faith going in just when I heard that line. I was like, okay, okay, I think they're going to honor it. I don't think they're going to you know, go too wild, but they're going to still, you know, definitely work on things. And then we get the splash screen. So, you know, at that point it was, hey, loot the rest of the village and uh, let's move on. Right. Uh, so from the village, we got hit into the, the farm area. Yeah. Right. So this is now when they, like I said, this is when they start opening things up a bit more. We get the, the blue medallion side quest. Yep. The, the request is our first one there. So now, you know, that was in the original. So we're used to, we're like, oh yeah, Blue Medallion, sure, five of them. It, it needed to be 10 or 15 last time in the original. Uh, so it was like, this is going to be easy. Uh, the, obviously, you know, as you're moving through and you have to like open up the door there because it needs to be a, a really overcomplicated puzzle somewhat or a really an overcomplicated lock. You have to put the gear onto the windmill so it opens up the door. Once, once you're going to get the gear is when we then kind of get pulled back a little bit and they're like, yes, you, this is familiar territory. But this is where it gets different. And we get our first yeah. look at the deer head brute enemy that's new and original to the game. Not not as I don't want to say not as he's not as unforgiving and punishing as Dr. Salvador, the, the chainsaw enemy. He's not as punishing where it's like a one hit. Kill, you're basically done. Um, but he's still just as menacing. Like like he's the, the hammer, the damage he puts in. You're learning to evade. We don't have QTEs, but we have quick actions, though, regardless that we need to learn. Right. Like. It's the, the, at this point, I'm like, the game's ramping up. I'm starting to run around a little bit more. Like, it's starting to become second nature for me to do this, do that. Like, okay, I have to adjust how I play a little bit. 
Um, it's slower feeling. Like honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now that the Leon feels a little slower. Yeah, the, uh, the movement oh wise God. and the pivoting back and forth was what's getting to me. Like I'm used to like being able to just 180 turn around go. Yep. Like he has to do his like animation to pivot to to actually well, move. So there is know, still that a took a little bit to get used to. There is still a 360 turnaround. Okay, down one eight one eighty LB. Huh? 360 puts you right back to where you were to 180. You're right. 180. Yes. <laughs> there is there is still 360 turnarounds, which is just puts you right, you know, turns turn right. Yeah. Turns turn twice. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, can we no I'm kidding? <laughs> so the but, thing is, but, um, but this area is um they still have, you know, the whole it's still stealth involved. You yeah, still have yes. the hut with the save you can point. Still. But then mm-hmm. there's also an, a little homage back to the the pendant getting dirty. So yes. my first experience was I saw the windmill. I saw the thing. Well, it used to be the blue medallion, but I saw the, the, the thing with the treasure sitting there. So I just shot it. it falls into the goo. I said, all right, oh. I'm going to load this back up. Yeah. So I loaded it back up. <laughs> I started over. I loaded it back up and I put it on the right spot. I said, oh, that's nice. Never doing that again. Hmm. I did the same thing, except I got lucky and it fell outside of it. Oh, and it hit okay. me after I got it. I was like, I was like, Oh my God, it was the well. I was like, I just dodged it. Didn't have to reload because I would have done the exact same thing. Leon says, well, that stinks or something along those lines. And I'm like, this is cool. Um, Something else that I noticed in the windmill was the bomb that was actually strapped to the wall. Uh, Yes. So it was beeping. At first, I didn't like that it was beeping. But for some reason, every time I get near one, I'm almost like sure I'm about to hit it. About to like, hit it? Yeah. But again, I don't like the beeping, uh, but it it helps, but it isn't exactly a trap once it's beeping. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's okay. It still works against enemies. It's a tripwire. Um, but I also yeah. didn't notice it could be a, a disarm. So that was my own. Uh, you didn't know that? I oh, man. Notice. I still use yeah, them for enemies, get, though. You can still, I think you can, uh, you can blow them up afterwards still. Anyway, you have to shoot it yeah, uh, yeah, uh, specifically to do it. All right, so once we get to the farm area, that was kind of like the big, like, this is what, you know, this is the new, some of the new, new that's coming into the game. Uh, we're now on the path to, you know, the last, uh, the, the, the last area or like the seaside, like village area yeah. that we end. Real quick about the deer head guy. Mm-hmm. I had to run across the bridge and fight because it was not enough space. So I, I had oh. no ammo, not enough space, no health. So I had to run all the way across to fight them. So across the bridge is the hut that you'll get into later with Ashley and Lewis. Um, and then uh, that area, I sort of had to fight them off, which I did. But we also, after that, I noticed that you get to see the cable car, the cable yes. car area. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to we can touch on that, but it's just really nice to see the attention to detail that they've put in throughout this game to make you say, hey, if it's might not be in this game, but at least you're seeing it. We acknowledged it. And, you know, those are kind of cool. That can that can work out. And that can work out in good ways and bad ways. Uh, CRE3 for bad ways, because, hey, here's the clock tower. You can't go there, though. Mm. And it's like, what? Um, so, well, it's taking, but it's good. That, but it, but because even though I know this is sort of going into the next episodes that we're going to talk about, but I'm glad it's not there because that part was very frustrating. Okay? Yeah, that, that, that was a, yeah. that was an unnecessary part. And, and it I was think. something that I talked about last episode where I was like, there are things that I didn't like that were taken out. And at the point where I'm at, there's a lot of things that I didn't like in the original game that have been taken out, which I'm fine. But keep going. Go so, ahead. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So we make our way to uh, like kind of the path uh, way to the house that we're, we're, we're pointed to the windmill area and and, and such to, to mm-hmm. kind of progress 
Um, and uh, yeah, as we're moving along, uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I was already at this point looking around and going, Is there- where's my boulder? Yeah. <laughs> where's my boulder, yeah. bro? I usually got two boulders at me at this yeah. point. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, there's no boulder QTEs, but we did get an explosion Uh, In the same area you would get hit with the boulder, you get an explosion evade prompt there. And there was the the sign, the post again. The post was there, but again, you can't interact with it. So you're meant to believe something's happening. Now, I had no health, so I couldn't move. So I was very cautious of everything. So I'm just Mm. like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And then it explodes. I'm like, okay, no problem. We just dodged it. It's fine. Yep. So, so post that, you know, we get, huh, get it, post that, uh, we get, uh, down through the, the tunnel, you know, I'm looking for spinals. I'm looking yep. for treasure because there's places help. where you should, you're looking for help, <laughs> but then we, we, we make our way to the last area there. And you know, it's, it's once again, it's, it's that callback. It's like, mm-hmm. if you've played the game before, you know what you're in for, like, okay, to the left is a house that has a couple of supplies in that isn't within visual sight of you. Any player that has not played the game, is going to run into that house and you're going to get hit either with the bear trap or with the dynamite. Yep. Easy. Like I was like, I'm not walking in there. I know there are enemies here. And sure enough, you start hearing it, but already we're getting enemies with crossbows and such this early on in the game, which mm. I was like, I don't know. I couldn't, I, I, I t- still right now, I can't reference if that's a hardcore to normal thing because this is the only right. difficulty we play, but I'm like, wow, they, they're, they're ramping it up here. Cause now there's like a little second level Mm-hmm. Where they're where they run to and they can and you know snipe dynamite. you from, and they're throwing some dynamite too. So you know it's another gauntlet of a handful of enemies to to get through. A bunch of traps, the dynamite for sure, because you have the little dynamite house there in the middle that they're throwing it so, out of. At first, I thought you could throw it back, and I'm like, this there's no prompt. So I'm running. I'm running. There's no prompt. You gotta run. <laughs> yep. So you know they they really didn't mess with the formula too much at this point. How, uh, like I said, however, I did notice that. I mean, it's obvious there. This house, this area is also connected to the lake. To the lake. Right. Yes. yes. That's different. That's mm-hmm. different. We'll, and we'll touch on that too uh, when we, in a later episode. But, you know, the premise is still the same, right? You make it all the way into the one house where you're hearing sounds, right? Because if you're outside the walls, you're hearing muffled sounds and mm-hmm. such. Uh, and, you know, at this point, it's like, okay, this is our only lead. So we're going to check out the house as you go in. You have dynamite trap to get rid of. You have a couple supplies here and there. And you get a, and there's a prompt there. There's a little, kind of like a small oldish lab uh there like scientific lab and and there's uh uh some some uh photos yeah and a lot no 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 it's not a salazar it because uh this this pertains going back to um luis which we'll see in a second because this was his old home that's that's why okay uh because that's his that's a bunch of his stuff there so uh so we get into the last room into the area we had to push the bookcase where you're hearing the sounds and I'm thinking, oh, we're going to go into the closet. Cool. That's where he was stuck at. Nope. We look to our right. There's a ganado there trying to get in at the floor. Okay, cool. Dispatch him. We open it down there and it's like a new little hidden path underneath. Um, and then we get to a body bag size, you know, uh, bag moving. And, you know, we then interact with it. And lo and behold, we get introduced to uh, to Luis, right? So... Uh, off the rip, you know, revealed to be inside, ask for a smoke. So new look, same Luis. I was happy to hear it. the voice actor is really good too. I, I liked the, I liked how he sound. Um, the attitude was still the same because that's basically what he asked uh, uh, in uh, what's it called? I don't know if it was actually in the beginning, beginning. I think mm-hmm. it was. 
I think he yeah. asked it because I'm trying because they, they do a good job of mixing between cutscenes. Like they kind of blend yes. a couple of things uh, together. And I'm trying to recall whether or not, you know, when he's like, hey, I have one important question. You got to smoke. And then like Leon says, like, I got gum. He's, he's That's what he says that, in the original. I believe they say the that original. when they're captive. It's, I think it's when it's, yeah. when it's captive, right? Okay. Uh, well, they kind of brought it into this scene instead yeah. now where he asks, like, I have one very important question. Like, you got to smoke. It's like, that stuff will kill you. Uh, yeah. You know, remember kids, don't blow your years. Um, uh, that was like an old, like, there's like a 2005, 2006, like smoke campaign. That would have been the campaign during Resident Evil 4 original, sure. by the way. Uh, so yeah, so we get to see, we get to see Louise, uh, but afterwards we get instantly, you know, shown to the big cheese, which he doesn't say it. very disappointed yeah. that they don't say they don't call him the big cheese. But Instead, he, you know, he hits it. It's a Hispanic enough, curse word and tells them not this guy. Yeah. Funny enough. I did notice that it was in one of the achievements later on. It says something about grilled big cheese. Big, I'm like grilled big cheese. Say yeah. it here, but not. Yeah. <laughs> so Vitoris B- Mendez, which is like the village chief. Yeah, uh, is shown there. Feels more Undertaker to me. Very Undertakerish. Yeah, yeah. I heard a bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, La Campagne. Uh, yeah. So he, uh, you know, Leon promptly tries to defend himself against them. Gets flung across the room, you know, to show the this guy's power levels are insane. Uh, which is, you know, to the T as how it was in the original, right? Leon gives him like a spinning roundhouse kick. He catches it, doesn't even flinch, just flips him onto Luis, and he gets knocked out. Uh, what's different here, though, is that he gets flung across and gets knocked out, and then uh, they kind of like abbreviate what happens right down the spot with the inject with Mendez now injecting Leon's neck with the Plaga's parasite. Right. So you know, doing it there, it's like setting the rising stakes to the game, right? Which is the same thing that happened in the original. It's just they did it in a lab, and they showed. They, they kind of showed the lab that you end up in, um, I, I, it seems like, or some some random lab uh, where they inject them. So it's the same thing. It, it, it pulled the same purpose, right? Like, okay, they just infected him with something. We don't know what it is. Um, we'll find out in the next chapter because then we get hit with the abrupt chapter end. So pretty much tied into how the same kind of pacing and beats the original chapter did. They, they kept on with it. Right. No, I, uh, it was very faithful. Up until and yeah, chapter faithful. one is very faithful. Everything was Absolutely. almost too familiar, which yeah, I was yeah. perfectly fine with. And especially yeah. with the with not having two separate uh, paths after um, the farm. You know, there's one that's blocked off, one that goes straight to the um, the Luis house. Uh, mm-hmm. This time, it's all together. We've got a mob of angry villagers. Leon is knocked out. Let's see what's gonna happen in chapter two. Chapter two. The Quarry. Our protagonist Leon wakes up tied up next to Luis Serra, who informs him about a potential location where the president's daughter might be held captive, a church near the village. After breaking free and regaining his gear, Leon sets out towards his destination, but the path ahead is infested with enemy forces. Leon must navigate through a quarry swarming with hostiles, but as he proceeds, he stumbles upon a locked gate forcing him to search for another way. That's when he reaches the house of Vitoris Mendez, the village chief. As he attempts to make his way through the residence, Mendez suddenly ambushes him. Suddenly, a mysterious red figure appears, saving Leon from his predicament. The figure vanishes as quickly as it appeared, leaving Leon to wonder about their identity and intentions. In a chilling moment, Mendez speaks of a gift accepted by his blood. 
Leon is left puzzled as Mendez walks away, leaving him to wonder about what this cryptic message might mean. So with that, we kind of start, we start with uh, chapter two then, right afterwards. Uh, this is the quarry and like Mendez area, Mendez house. Uh, chapter starts with, uh, you know, uh, a, a, an interesting take. They, like I said, they kind of flip-flop the, the cutscenes a little bit. Uh, we get a glimpse of Sadler. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been named Sadler at this point, but if you've been listening, you know, village, villagers have been saying Lord Sadler or, you know, my Lord, this and the other. So Sadler's mm -hmm. a name we're hearing a lot. Uh, this ominous figure, which I love how they did his design, glowing eyes, you know, under the hood still, very, very ominous looking, more menacing and eviler than be before, I think. Um, and then Leon, Leon wakes up, right? Uh, and the Luis and, and Leon banter begins, man. And it, I think it's better, th it's better than the original, but it's still very familiar though, right? They're back and right. forth. Leon is much more serious, like not about, not about being any kind of jokey at all. Like there was like a little bit of, a little bit of bending in the original with him. Like he would yeah. crack, maybe crack a joke or a wise, you know, comeback. Now it's like, Luis might know something. And he's like, talk. And he, you know, he pulls yeah. the chain down and yanks him up a bit. And it's just like, you know, he doesn't care if I'm causing you pain. I need to know what you know right, right now, right? And instantly a zombie comes in and he saves him. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, like, this is after I, this. But Before like, that happens, there's some information. Yes. Yeah, but he's like, I need to know. I need to keep this guy alive because he knows something. But yeah, go ahead. Yes. You know, there are yeah, important so, lines that he said. Yeah, so we do get a little bit, you know, we get told kind of like a brief, it's like, hey, are you looking for someone? Letting let you know that Luis is the character that knows way more than he lets on, right? Mm -hmm. Like he knows Leon is some sort of agent. He knows he's here for Ashley. So he's like, hey, are you here for a senorita maybe? And that's what it, you know, it starts call. you know, it catches Leon's attention. Like, yes, I, you know, do you know about this? Like, yes, I've heard whispers. They're sending, they're, they're moving someone to the church and I think it's her. So now Leon's getting an idea. It's like, okay, I need to go to an old church near the village. That's where they could be holding Ashley. And then comes the, yes, the, the zombie, uh, which is no longer a QTE once again, where you right. have to save yourself. You know, no more of, the yeah, boy, I'm a dad. There's none of that. Right. Which I did like that, that, that sort of slow axe grinding on the floor. Yeah. Coming into the room, like, oh my gosh, Eleanor. But this yeah. time it turned into, I feel like the QTE moments have just become badass Leon Cutscenes. Yeah. 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 I mean, chain, he, wrap, he's wrap the chain around, the wrap the chain around, put the knee down here, the crack, like, holy, like, holy hell. That was, uh, that was pretty badass. Right. Um, yeah. So Luis, Luis, yeah. <laughs> so Luis, uh, Luis being a little bit, you know, afterwards getting his, uh, you know, getting his uh, chains unlocked and, you know, throws the key to the side, leaving Leon, you know, knowing Leon wants to talk more, but he's like, you know, we're getting a more of a feel for the character already. Within these first, like, minute or so of the cutscenes, we're getting more feel for Luis than I think before, because in the original, he just, like, ran away yeah. instantly. After they got cut free, he just ran off, so there was no additional talking, but now you can see his cocky, he's like, it's, you know, a later amigo, and then throws the key on the side so he can run away and such from Leon with a big smile. Um, so now we get hit. Now we get into what I think is probably one of my biggest gripe to the game. Really? So far. Yes. So after we get done here and we're allowed to walk and control Leon, we get, you know, he's like, oh, they took all my gear. Do you have nothing? Check the room. Nothing. Like, okay, let's move forward. You get a knife that's in some dead body. And we get the knife tutorial then. Like, that's oh, the right. thing that got me. I was like, I didn't know about Perry like that. I didn't know how it worked. Mm. I knew about the stealth, but I did that on accident. Like that was just, I saw a prompt and I went for it. Cause I'm like, I don't know what it is. They, they didn't tell you anything about it. 
So maybe the intention was to make the village scene like a little more helpless because you don't know all the controls yet, right? Because right. if you would have known about the parrying and such in that beginning, it might not have seemed as scary, right? I would have like, oh, he's coming at me with a pitchfork, whatever, next. Ka-ching, you know, melee you. Now I have a little bit more control well, on what's going on. Well, uh, in my first playthrough, the thing is I, I used a lot of ammo to kill the first guy in the, in the first chapter one. Use the first a lot of ammo to kill the first guy. I use my knife to kill the two guys in the house. I shouldn't have just passed them, but because I wanted to complete the game, I just you know, mm-hmm. chop 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 whatever. And then I killed the other two guys with either knife or handgun. So and then the other guy, there's like six enemies by the time you get to the village. If you haven't used your most of your knife, then there isn't really anything to sort of show. Again, that's if you used your knife and if you didn't just get past them. So I. Kind of understand because you might not even have the knife by the time you get to the village. And if you do, mm-hmm. it's at a sliver, which I was at yeah. a sliver. So I don't know yeah. if it's different for normal. They may not even use a knife. Yeah, but you for know. me, it was still frustrating nonetheless. Oh, yeah. no, uh, I get that. But, but, but after we get through the actual formal, like, hey, you can just one tap someone with yeah. the knife. Uh, we get real Metal Gear Solid vibes from that, which, you know, makes sense of the character. You know, funny enough, hindsight 2020 makes sense to to Leon as a character. He's a, like an, a secret agent now. So he should be trained to do these kinds of things. And it's, that was something that was never. Yeah, that was something never really explored in the beginning outside of, yes, yeah, some CQC and some, you know, maybe in the cutscenes with Ada and the original was like, haha, knife, look at my flow and such. Right. Like he's trained on this. I'm like, but he never could stealth kill. I'm like that, that honestly didn't make a lot of sense. So now bringing that into this game, it makes more sense. Uh, adds a lot more, adds a little bit of light to, to some some of the areas, some of the familiar areas. Uh, so afterwards, we then get the the parrying tutorial. So we now at this point, we should be knife experts. They're giving us a couple knives. Uh, if you know, if you're familiar with the area, you know, like, did you go right to the furnace after you got done? I went right to those yeah. furnaces. I was like, oh, open items. these up because yep. I know there are items in here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So still holding true. But I noticed that we were stuck in or where we were held captive was actually from the original where we were um this sewer area is if I, correct me if i'm wrong is the well behind mendez's house in the old game and then yeah before I, that i mean and then while we're getting out in this game we're in the factory that is after the quarry so i was like man everything is sort of backwards they mix but, match it a little bit but even though it's backwards when i do it when i go well it's backwards to my old head but when i do it backwards it's all forward so to speak so it felt like they reversed the maps in this spot so that it'd be like it's not it's nostalgic but it's not the way you remember it it's just reversed so i'm like okay i i i can get behind that but still you messed with my head (laughs) yeah I just know I needed to get to my our gear at that point. So, right. you know, you get you get like naturally this is like the t- more of the formal tutorial area, mm-hmm. which there was no real formal tutorial in the original. You just like learned how to how to play it, to be Ta-da. honest. Um, yeah. So it's like, oh, vault over here. Open this door. It's closing. So now you need to learn to move and vault over and skip over areas so that way you can get in. And um, I got hit by the uh, bear trap like an idiot. Yep. So I had to do it again. It is what it is. They were good at at, at just uh, keeping my eyesight in different areas. So once you get to your gear, you finally you get all geared up again. I noticed one some uh, a very interesting fact about your knife. Yes, that knife that Leon has is the knife Marvin gave him in Resident Evil Two. Oh wow! It hmm. even says it on the description. It's a knife that was given to him during at RCP his days at the RCPD. 
it was literally the knife Marvin mm. gave him. That means he kept it with him for six years still, and it's his go-to knife. How that that little detail just showed so much character. Yeah. To me, that I like it was so unnecessary. They didn't have to. I know what kind of character Leon is. I've played this character so many times. But like it's so crazy of that little ass detail that for people that have played like RE2 remake as like maybe their first RE2 uh, you know experience mm. are now gonna be like, oh my god, look at that. That's a knife. I, yeah. That's it was so it's crazy cool. to see. It was so crazy to see. So uh, after we get done that, um, we then get, you know, probably the best character we'd ever want to see in this game uh, gets shown and finally introduced and in, in the right timing. The merchant. Yeah. So we get the breakdown, like the classic game. We got our introduction to the merchant. Um, I think the voice sounds overall good. I like I got it. used to it. I, it took me a while. I got used to it. I got used to it. Uh, the overall character is the same with some, you know, added one-liners here and there that kind of maybe give you a little bit of touches and about he, what he is. And he touched back to the guy from Resident Evil 8. He said, uh, he said something along the lines, what was it? He says some lines like RE8, but I didn't write it down. I have the, I have the note that he says a line like RE8. Um, if I do say so myself, that's the one. He says oh, something yes, like that. And I'm like, oh, good. yeah. And then he harkens back, just like the, the guy in RE8 says, um, what are you buying? <laughs> yeah, sort of like an old friend of mine. And uh, so an old friend of mine says that. Yeah, crazy. it's really cool. It's those little little, little lore uh, callbacks that just make all the difference. So I mean, you expect uh, him to break every wall because he gets into the so many different locations throughout the game. No one I don't know. How no one, All the only line Leon says is like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. That's it. He never asks them. He never brings it up again, and that's all you get. So with that, you know, we get to turn in our requests if you, you know, destroyed all five of the, the, the blue medallions. So we get, we get acclimated to the system of, you know, what, what, you know, we're, we're very familiar with buy, sell, tune up. And also now there's trade, right? Where you can trade those spinals, I believe is what they're called. It's your spinals or spinals. I hope it's spinals because I got a Mike Tyson uh, meme I want to <laughs> use with that so badly, uh, but it could be spinals, but but they, they, you trade those in for, you know, unique, certain unique items that you don't just buy. Some of them are yellow herbs, um, a different gun, maps, um, jewels, it, it, and, and he progressively will get more as the game continues. So it's, it's the emphasis to why, it's, it's the incentive, excuse me, on why you should do those requests, quests, because you'll get some really cool items that you could just trade in for. So it's not money related, so you don't have to worry about selling or getting all these jewels. You could just trade in for doing requests. Um, and then there was another one there. Hey, hey, go kill three rats in the factory. I was like, sure enough. Yep, we'll do. Mm -hmm. When knife three rats came back and uh, now I had to think like you ended up with like five or Four, six spinels or something yeah. like that total. Right. Like if you did the, if you also did the, uh, the blue medallion. So uh, I already had my eye on a certain something, which we'll get into once I get, once I actually do grab it, uh, that I think was like a big, big thing that you need to have. Actually, you know, I'll say right now, laser sight. I think it's a must pick. The laser sight that can go on the... Yes, because it reverts it to Resident Evil 4 aiming. Okay. And no longer do you have the little blooming cross hatch thing. Now it's like a laser yeah. sight. So now I can snipe someone from across the village if I wanted to because with my pistol because I see the light. And I also put my laser sight to be uh, blue. So it's a little more contrasty for me. It's a little um, weird because uh, I was... Where was I? I think I had the Punisher at that time. I don't think it worked on mm. the Punisher. The Punisher is also something that you get from the medallion. Yes, and the, the Punisher is good because it's a because it's a pen, it's a it's a it's a high velocity like right. pistol that penetrates through enemies. I so I that's like the second medallion when you do the second round of medallions. So that's in about mm. chapter four, three or four. Okay, but okay. Hey, future stuff. Then you know, let's keep yeah, it back yeah, we'll in talk chapter about it. two. 
Um, you know, also more understanding, like my understanding for the knife was even further oh. blown up because yes. once I saw that you can upgrade it, you can fix it. I was like, this thing's about to be really important for me mm -hmm. for the rest of the game. So I'm definitely going to look into upgrading that durability ASAP yep. because we're talking parrying. We're talking quick uh, QTEs. We're talking, well, not QTEs, but you know, the, like the, yep. the defensive, you know, mm -hmm. ability, the uh, defense prompts. And the, you know, the, the solo kills, the stealth kills, like that's already three reasons why durability gets brought down. So it's like, yeah, um, I'm going to need to work on that. So this was like the big kind of blow up as to like how you're going to kind of survive in sense of like your weapons and all, which, you know, it's, it's in part with how RE4 was as well. It's just with like some nuances. Uh, so from there on the left of the merchant, if you were, you know, keen eye, you see a, 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 in, in true Resident Evil fashion. A big door with a really overly complicated key that makes no engineering sense whatsoever, but it exists in this third world country somehow. And uh, now we have to go to the quarry. Yes. Or as I like to call it, the endurance arena, because the quarry was a pain. It was. And especially because I bought the sniper rifle. I bought the rifle oh, okay. thinking that I could, you know, shoot them off and shoot people off the buildings. And even though I used it, of course, you had to, yep. you know, Old you action, to, baby. Every, yeah. Oh, God. But at the same time, it didn't really do anything because they still spawned, even if I got seen by the keen eye of the one guy with the hat on. Um, mm -hmm. But it also you notice you can walk into you walk into the, the quarry backwards from what you're used yep. to. You're not in the mm -hmm. prison up in the top of the hill. You're actually on the other side where the main door opens. Which yep. is really cool. You still have to find those hexagonal, hexagonal, however you say that word, pieces. And Hexagon I believe King, yeah. I died about five times, maybe six. Well, it's only it's only one piece though. Like, yes, they didn't this time split it. One they, piece, right. It's only one piece. It's not split into two. But I still also but, went to the top to get treasure. Yeah, of course. You right. still, yeah, you got to, you got to. Um, you know what it is. Uh, so yeah, it was a bit of a gauntlet. It had the same beats. For sure. The yes. same areas were there. You're going up here, go up here. There's a couple new little spots here and there, but yeah. like 90% of it was was basically a recreation of that original quarry. And this was where I realized that bombs can blow up Leon. Not only do they just, just you know, damage him and then, oh, game over. No, he blows up. He is everywhere. Yep. He's a he mist, a nice yes. fine mist. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also found out you can just, you know, shoot the Molotovs or the the dynamite themselves in the hands of the zombie to blow them up. Yes. You Again, do that in, so, you know, it was easier in the old game. It was easier in the old <laughs> game, but yeah, for sure. It, yes. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, I, I, this was my time to test even more of this because right. there was like such a variety amount of enemies that were running at you, and to be honest, at this point. That's in one of my notes here. It's a good spot to get used to the hordes more than the intro was, especially yes, when you have to sort of aim a little closer. You know, you got to be weary. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed, but the bridge can collapse as well. Yes, yes, I, yes. I, I was did. on the bridge. I didn't know if somebody had thrown a knife or something and it hit a rope or whatever it was. But as soon as I left it, it was gone. And I was, it was like, gone. I almost died. I'm glad I didn't. Mm -hmm. But it was close. Uh, so, yep. yeah. So, so it definitely, yeah. At that point now with, um, with the... Uh, with with like the parrying and yeah. the, the 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 knife tutorial that I just got and we get our gear back and now we're like kind of replenished. This was really the way to kind of learn and weave your your skills, your movement. Like for me, I, this is where I really became very mm -hmm. very close with just the system mechanics. I was like, okay, cool. On ladders, do I have invo frames here? 
when I melee here, do I do that? Like this was me learning all of that. Like, no, yep. like some of the cheesy stuff from what I knew doesn't yep. work. Some still kind of does though. Some still kind of does, but not to the same degree. So it was all, all about learning. That's what this was. This gauntlet, like yes. going through dozens, this is dozens of enemies. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to come out and be like, you're going to just be one with yeah. Leon and his capabilities on by like, the time you come back. On like one of the last guys, one of my viewers was like, how many are there? I'm like, no, that's it. But there's more up there. So I'm going to go up there and fight them. So yep. uh, it was very, yeah, like you said, gauntlet heavy. But it was also where I realized I need to reset my sensitivity to default and just play however mm. the game intended me to play because it's just not working for me. <laughs> uh, like Dang. I was testing it out and I think I messed it up too much. Why is this not getting any shots? So I just went to default. So I definitely grew to uh, to appreciate like the body dismember bit even more in this because uh, yeah. I had it on. You know, if you if you have it off, you could take it off because maybe performance or whatever. Or I don't know how it is on console. I'm just going off a of PC, but you can turn that kind of stuff off where even uh, animations are unique. Uh, you can make that very and dynamic. But body dismember bit shooting someone with a shotgun like it isn't a they do a flip and they're like Ugh, like in the old game. It's like no half their body yeah. will go Satisfying. if the dynamite blows up. They're split in half horizontally or whatever. And one piece is there. There's spleens over there. I, I really was like, I got, it got visceral really quick. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Like this is, even this parrying. is madness. Even parrying. Yeah. yeah. Parrying can cause their arms to go flying and they yep. still get back up. And I'm like, you know, more yeah. power to yeah. you. More plaga yeah. to you. I felt so bad every time. This is the thing I was kind of talking to you about before the shows. Like, oh. I don't know if you were doing it too. I have a feeling you did. But every time I had to like, just shoot an old lady right in front. I was like, I'm sorry, abuela. Bah! Like, I would say it to myself. I would say yeah. it in my head. I'd be like, I'm sorry, abuela. And I would just destroy her. I'm like, shut. Sorry, you got to go. But I'd, be, I'd feel so bad because I'm like, oh, my God, she does look like a little like my little grandmother. I'm like, oh, this Not terrible. I, I can tell the difference. <laughs> there was, there was, it was just. It's, There's no I love you, here. I tell you why. It was that first lady in the very first village who's just patrolling the front entrance. Mm. She not only did she just scare me, she startled me, but she's also just conniving. She knows she wants to find you. And that's just the lines that she was saying. I'm just like, no, you're done. It's, it's over. Okay. GG. And she reminded me of, of uh, Harriet or Marguerite. I'm sorry. Marguerite in part two. Oh, Marguerite. So yeah. To, yeah. Had to get that out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We don't do bugs here. So uh, past that, once you get the uh, the the hexagonal key and you open up the gate, now this is the path to the, the village chief or rather, you know, to Mendez's house, uh, which they did the reverse approach there. I kind of noticed yep. it more there than you did. So in the original game, after the house, you actually deal with Dr. Salvador again, uh, chainsaw, you know, potato sack on over your head, man. Um, this time they kind of startle you with him being there. In the yes. beginning of it, I was like, that's cool. This path should be easy. Maybe a couple enemies, but I should get right to all of a sudden. I heard the revving. I was like, what the hell? Like- yeah, I forgot what was going to happen. I didn't even think it was going to happen next. I'm just shooting like treasures and getting things. And as soon as I shot a treasure, I hear ding, 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 ding. I'm like, yeah, no way. Happening? He's over there. Right? <laughs> all right, cool. So then I'm like, all right, a chainsaw guy. We're fighting. And then I turned the corner. I'm like, oh, this is the house. So yeah. we're coming up the other way. And still enter through the back way. It's fun. Yes, and still enter through the back way. Uh, the the original dirty pendant puzzle is there to yes. the T. Yep. That one, I I was like, oh, you won't get me this time. Last time I got lucky. This time you're not getting me at all. Right. So I made sure to shoot it. You know, you got to shoot the stick first. Don't you let the it. lid down. Yeah, and then yeah. 
and then you get the pendant. Um, so yeah. So uh, after we get deal with uh, Doctor Sabotor, and there was like two other enemies that that came up as yeah. well. Uh, you end up at uh, the at the and bear traps. Yes, bear traps and a lot of dog cages. Uh, and then you end up at uh Mendez's house, and you know we end up to the back, and the first thing I do, yeah, let me go check the bathroom because oh, I know God. there's somebody there, and they kept it in true fashion. Yep, there was somebody there, and uh, just you know, just put it out there. He never he never came back out. That was the last uh. That was the last dump my man ever took. Oh, he came Sorry. out. Sorry, he he chased me. Oh, he chased you? Oh, Dang, yeah. No, I I instantly as soon as I opened the door, I hit him. I hit him with the pre pre aim shotgun. Went. Oh really? Whoop, and really? Just so destroyed him. He was done done. Oh, actually, no. You're right. He did. All right. So let, let me okay. reverse. All right. I was about that. to say. So if you did blast him away, I was about to say. So the next chapter. Okay. So no let me bring that back. Uh, so after we get after I blasted him, uh, you know, I just started blasting. Uh, I, we just started looking through the house. So this has kind of been, you know, uh, went through the tropes. I went to the oven, got myself a brown chicken egg, you know, and then started going through the documents, right? We started seeing kind of a bit of an idea of the village yeah. chief and the mm -hmm. family. Um, some of the logs there stating about, you know, incomers, new people coming to the village and all. Um, and then you'd end up at the puzzle, which, you know, the upstairs, you know, RE puzzles is literally like, Oh, I need a combination. The combination is just one floor up. Okay, cool. I'm gonna walk up and then I'm gonna walk back down. Uh, that was basically it. You get the puzzle to then get a crystal ball, a marble, excuse me, that then is like the key to the main bedroom uh, area. And uh, the the puzzle itself was really cool because it was a callback. The puzzle yeah. was still a callback to the original, uh, though the original was far easier because Super. it was you didn't have to get an item. You just had to spin the all to the insignia uh you had to do the same thing with this but it was interesting because it was like tiny pearls or tiny mm -hmm. spheres within the crystal so there was so many different ways you can orientate it so it made it a little bit harder but it was still just as creative and in the spirit of the original puzzle so that was really really cool of them and uh from there is when we we enter the room and we uh find out about uh the the church keys uh that we need to get um and uh yeah after we get through some documentation there there's like a little ladder area next to the bed which i was like oh we're gonna come back here at some point right. with ashley because i can't get to that right now it gives you the prompt for it and uh that's how that's if you uh opened up the little secret compartment for the switch on right. the right uh but after you go through that is when uh yeah you turn around or actually you find the was it was it a key that you get for yeah you get the insignia key excuse me you yeah. get the you get the insignia key and then uh, to get through the actual church area that you know everyone left in the village in, and but as you got the key, that's what triggers the cutscene, and we hear the footsteps, right? Those big clonking footsteps, and uh, Mendez shows up, and Leon is like, "Okay, cool, bro. That first time you were lucky. I got you this time." Nope. Promptly gets his ass kicked again. He's get, getting choke slammed, then gets choked out. Uh, but then we get to see the the black lines in his eyes and his veins are, are showing and that's when mendez gets like the signals like oh you know the gift has been you know your blood has accepted our gift and such right um so he lets him go at that point you know that's supposed to signal to you it's like something's up he's not gonna kill him because i guess he's assuming he's gonna be he's gonna he's one of them or whatever this gift there's talking about but then we get the uh this is what i mean by they merge some cutscenes because this was an optional cutscene. This sequence was optional in the original because you didn't see that. All right. That's you didn't right. see that in the original. Yeah. So at this point, we get to see a red figure outside, point a gun to Mendes' head, shoots him. All it does is knocks his freaking hat off. 
and we see kind of a glimpse of it in the reflections, red, and grapples away, and Mendes is just looking, and then he walks away from there. And you know, for those that that know are in the know, know who that character is. We'll 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 talk as to who that is when when she gets properly introduced. Um, but yeah, they they merge the you know original cutscenes that you wouldn't even known of yeah. in the original one unless you actually you know went for it. You know what? That's funny. Throughout the entire game, I was playing. I was like, "Is it in Resident Evil Four where you walk back into a room when you're not supposed to, and the yep. game punishes you for it, but also rewards you?" And I'm like, "It has to be Resident Evil Four." And I completely forgot that that was, you know, walking back in that room is what triggers that event. So I knew, I, I know, I remember that I was scared for walking back in, and the game yeah. punished me for it a little bit. So yeah. after after getting uh you know after that's getting ambushed by Sadler that's the old one yes after getting ambushed by Sadler and all we're left with that cutscene uh, uh ambushed by up. did I say Sadler excuse me uh, uh Mendez excuse me uh by Mendez you know and with just Lee and just leaves he just leaves Leon to that with none but confusion like what gift of my blood and then you know scene and we cut into that's the end of chapter two so I mean a good two paces you know two chapters in i think uh you know my my general impressions are they are definitely trying to bring a lot of that familiar feeling which they definitely are because you know the fact that we were able to traverse these levels without having to have been there and already know probably what half the level is going to be even about or even close to it uh to also just giving a refresh and uh, some changes right some new enemies some new layouts um, a difference in you know the 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 system mechanics of how that's going to alter how you're going to approach certain things. It's it's really it was a great great start for our first two chapters in my opinion. Yeah. Um, even even on hardcore mode, right? We were playing on hardcore. It still yes, it's it still gave me a a sense of like I need more resources, but it was still good enough that I was like, yeah, like this this feels right. Right. No, I I totally agree. Like there's even the enemies that we do fight that are so. I still have the confidence level that I have from the old game of like when I'm fighting someone in front of me, I know that this amount of like damage will either do something to them. I've gotten comfortable to the point where hitting them in the leg is either going to stop them or hitting them in the arm and then like smacking them. But then some of the like the stun animations, is that going to that actually stunning them? Like I've gotten to the point where even chainsaw characters or, or like bigger characters where I'm like, all right. I know I have like two rounds left, but I know that on this third round, they're going to, or the second round, they're going to actually like stagger. So I can do it right here while they're right in front of me and they're stagger. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I, that didn't go away. Uh, if I put enough bullets in them, they'll stagger and I can run. So I, yeah. I'm thankful that the game still has that where I can sort of like be confident and move away. Whereas there are some yeah. other games where some enemies don't take any like battle. They take battle damage, but they don't take any stagger damage and it gets on my nerves. And I think more games yeah. do need that. Like, sure, if a couple hits, they don't stagger, fine. But after a lot of hits, come on, let them stagger. I, I think you got to get rewarded. Small, small rewards does a lot for this game. Small for sure. And like I think that. the I I think the pacing overall has definitely yeah, because it's for us vets of the game that have played it a million times. Like it's rewarding for sure. Because, you know, we're, we want to be as technical or as precise as possible when it comes to, like, how many bullets am I going to pump in? Because I have mm -hmm. only so many resources. I'm playing on a higher difficulty. But I think they pace it out so well that even newcomers are going to come to appreciate that yeah. uh, even after these first two chapters. And, but and Actually, like what you just said, you actually value, like, if you're using certain ammo, you are like, all right, I need to take these headshots because I only have six shots. 
going to do the either most or I need to go for the leg. It needs to, and then I need to kick them off. You or know? a combination of all the mechanics, like it, go to the leg to then to the melee to then maybe the stab or something. I didn't even think about it until you said it. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually how I play. <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, how it goes. And that time, and, uh, and looking back at it, yeah, it's it's quite a game. It's, uh, it's getting sure. there. Yeah, but we're only two chapters in, guys. What do you guys think about uh, the first two chapters? For those that have played it, we want to hear from you, of course. Make sure to join us on mashgg slash discord Join us there. Uh, but that has been the Plagas Outbreak. This is episode one. We are hitting the ground running. Those are the first two chapters in. Um, I think they were overall, incro- uh, overall incredible. Uh, but we would love to hear from you guys once again. Uh, make sure to ch- uh, check us out. Of course, we'll be uh, bringing out another episode. This is on a weekly basis. Uh, episodes will be live. I believe it's going to be every Thursday. I say believe one because I just want to double, <laughs> double guess myself. Second guess myself, excuse me. Uh, it should be out on Thursdays. We'll be going uh, two episodes per, uh, two chapters per episode. Uh, so we'll be dockling, you know, uh, ep- uh, chapters three and four next, which is more of like the fish farm area. We're going to oh start boy. hitting the lake, I believe, as well by that point. Uh, so it's going to start getting to some familiar, some even more familiar territory, but definitely mm-hmm. with a, a bit of a twist, though. So uh, if you guys are interested, make sure to stay tuned for that. But that is going to be it for us oh. for this week. And for all those wondering, I did try to shoot the lake next to the house. Nothing happened. So that's yes. good news. Can't say the same for a couple more chapters, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that for sure. But yeah, but that's going to be it for us here on the Plaga's Outbreak. I have been Crash Tag. This has been Static Gorilla, of yes. course. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you intruders next week on the next episode. Cheers, y'all.